Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, in my quest to discover the secrets of the top 0.1%, boiled it down to four different categories financial freedom, time, location, and health freedom. And my mission is to interview those individuals embodying those traits, making a difference, and sharing those distinctions with you. So today, uh, I'm happy to introduce Dr. Gina Simmons. And today is going to be talking all about the health aspect, mental clarity, uh, emotional resilience, coping techniques, how to deal with the stress and anxiety in our world today. So uh, Gina, welcome. Thank you, Chris. I'm I'm happy to be on your show. Yeah, I know we had connected through, and so tell people about you know your origin story, how you got started, and we'll go from there. Right. Well, I grew up in poverty and and sort of had to struggle uh, as a 15 year old to to try to find jobs to help support the family after a bankruptcy and after my father left, and and so my single mother and myself and my little sister were kind of struggling just to you know keep the lights on and keep food in the in the fridge and um and so one of the things that happens when you you're confronted with some of those major life stresses is you have to get creative right you have to uh you can't just rest on your laurels and i learned the the benefit of of trying to think outside the box and finding new ways to um, generate income and so forth uh, from that i i uh, always had an interest in creativity growing up, and I was a, a, a guitar player, self-taught, and sang and wrote songs, and most of my friends were musicians, so I started out singing in, in nightclubs and going to college, you know, during the day and trying to get up at 8 o'clock in the morning for classes while I was, you know, working at night, uh, either in, in jobs in restaurants or in, in uh, singing jobs and, and that sort of thing. Eventually, he got uh, harassed by some stalkers uh, in a nightclub. And uh, they were kind of, it was kind of scary because they were leaving notes on my car. And I didn't know who they were, but they knew who I was. So mm. Um, I, I was finding the life of a, of a sort of lounge singer songwriter not very uh, enjoyable anymore, and I mm. could sort of see that being a dead end pathway, um, and maybe not as meaningful as I had hoped um, of a career. And so, at the same time, I was interested in psychology and human behavior, and 
uh, helping others. And um, so I, uh, one day in despair, I took a hike, <laughs> I took a walk in my neighborhood and I saw this building with all these flyers for concerts and different things. And there was a flyer that said, volunteers for suicide crisis hotline needed, uh, no experience necessary will train. And I had, of course, needed a paying job, but the volunteer work sounded really intriguing. And the the ability to be able to help people off of the cliff of suicide really sounded appealing and meaningful. And so I took the number and I got this 40-hour training and supervision and met this amazing group of people. And from there, my life just took off. I, I um, got my first real good professional job in counseling and um, led peer guidance programs and worked for nonprofits. And uh, from there, started a private practice and a consulting practice. So now today, um, I blog for Psychology Today. I've blogged for Forbes. I've written a book, uh, Frazzle Brain, uh, Break Free from Anxiety, Anger, and Stress Using Advanced Discoveries in Neuropsychology. And uh, love my coaching practice where I really help people manage the tough, difficult emotions like anger, anxiety, stress, and, and how to deal with that in the, both the workplace and at home. And um, and it's very meaningful work. I love it. So yeah, that's kind of my story in a nutshell. You know, it's yeah, and it sounds like, you know, your journey, you've developed a lot of the emotional coping techniques. You know, growing up, you had to come up with these uh, these emotional solutions to thrive and, and um be where you are today. One so this opens up a, a lot of um avenues. So one thing is uh talking about this idea of so mental health has really come to the forefront after 2020, you know, a lot of violence. What why is stress, anxiety, why are people so angry these days, road rage? Um, and what can we do about it? Yeah, I mean I, those are huge questions, and I think that we've <laughs> always as humans had these emotions, right? They're wired into our survival brain. I think what's happened um, is we we have more ability to be more destructive with the weapons that we have and our cars and, you know, things like that can be far more lethal ways of, of hurting others and ourselves. But I think they've always been with us. You know, they've all, uh, these sorts of emotions have always been with us and they're wired into our survival. So we do need anger as a signal to tell us something's wrong and we're being harmed, we're being threatened in some way. We might be threatened emotionally, we might be threatened, feel threatened at work that we could lose our job or, you know, feel threatened that our relationship might be at risk. So anger and all the difficult emotions, these feelings of stress are signals. And what happens, I think, in modern life is we get this idea that we're supposed to ignore it, right? You know, just if you're tired, drink coffee and, and push your way through your 15 hour day, you know, and if you're hungry, ignore it because you've got to get those six emails out now. And if your, you know, knee hurts, keep running through it, you know, and who cares if you blow out your knee, you know, you got to be tough. And I think what's, what happens is when we deny our, our physical sensations, we ignore them, we push through it. Our behavior gets worse and worse and worse, and we can cause ourselves more and more damage. So I think the best thing to do is to pause and ask yourself, what is the signal? I'm feeling so angry on the road, you know, that if somebody commits one driving error, you know, I feel a homicidal rage. There's something wrong here, right? 
because um, I've certainly committed uh, driving errors. I, I don't know any driver that has not done some kind of a driving error, right? You've been preoccupied, you accidentally rolled through the stop sign instead of stopping. You know, we want all want to be forgiven doing something on the highway that might not be, be legal. And at the, yet at the same time, we can't forgive the other person. You know, they're the maniac that's, that's you know, uh, the object of our scorn. So when we, when we teach sort of conflict and anger management, we try to help people kind of get to all of us are human. All of us are fallible. All of us make mistakes. How can we forgive ourselves and others for, for those mistakes? And how can we pay attention to the signal that the, that the emotion is sending us and provide ourselves some relief? So if I'm mad, I'm that means that I'm stressed to the max. And if I'm mad about something really small, that means I need a lot more self-care. Mm. And what I tell people is if you're not doing stress management every single day, you're not taking care of yourself. Mm. And stress management means you're getting some exercise. You're getting some rest. You're having some uh, some social interaction with someone you care about. Mm-hmm. You are uh, having a moment to pause and reflect on your day and what your goals are. You know, you are doing some deep breathing or meditation, even if it's just five minutes. You know, you're you're attending to your body and your physical needs. So when we do that, when we are able to notice those feelings before they rise to the level of I'm out of control, the earlier we can spot that and provide ourselves some comfort and relief the better our functioning is, and the less likely we are to injure our bodies, the less likely we are to have a mental health episode mm-hmm. where we need medication or we need to, you know, go to the doctor. So I teach people how to do that. And that is really, it starts with paying attention, mm-hmm. paying attention, but paying attention to yourself without judging yourself because i think what happens in our society is we we see all these pretty pictures of people on instagram with these what seems like perfect lives but we're not seeing the pain and suffering that went into those you know pretty pictures and 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 we're not seeing the failures that lead to someone's success and we're not seeing the painful moments of loss in these people's lives so everyone has those experiences but if we judge it as like there's something defective and wrong with me because I'm feeling really vulnerable today or I'm feeling very weak or I'm feeling angry, that judgment then adds to our despair and interferes with our ability to provide ourselves comfort and compassion. Mm-hmm. And when we can provide ourselves some comfort and compassion, our functioning gets better even if we're going through difficult things like grief mm-hmm. or loss or we can still function well through that if we are caring for ourselves compassionate mm. instead of in a judgmental way like suck it up you're you know you're and i see so many people who are in this this mindset that you know if if you're feeling any kind of vulnerability at all you're you're really failing and that's mm. that's basically dehumanizing it's mm-hmm. it's it's dehumanizing cuz all of us feel vulnerable at times um you know we can get into the root causes of it it sounds like a lot of it's um you know is it because of the media you know we have a lot of political strife is it the pandemic is it just, it just basically this whole society this sounds like the fabric is unraveling and 
in when you well i think one of the things that you know the, you're bringing up really big and good questions and because we're all trying to find out the reasons why there there is human suffering and strife and why there is violence but if you look back at quotes from plato in like 647 bc you know he talks about how the society is unraveling and children are no longer respecting their adults and people are disobeying the law and and you know basically everything is just going to hell in a handbasket and that and then um you you read the works of of Steven Pinker who says that actually humans are safer than we've ever been we're living longer than we ever have um, societies are more organized than they've ever been. So we're actually, you know, the trend line of society is getting better, but but we had huge problems still, right? But these problems have existed since humans have created societies. We've had conflicts, we've had wars, we've had the globe global pandemics are not a new thing, and they will and this COVID pandemic is not the last pandemic that humans will have. These problems are going to keep coming up. Now, I do think, obviously, the lethality of our weapons is way, way more. Um, if you if you could only shoot people with a you know a, a musket, it'd take a lot longer to kill a lot of people. Um, right now, we have weapons that are um, extremely destructive in the hands of extremely unbalanced people. Those are problems that are pretty obvious that we could do something about as a society with common sense gun control laws and, and things like that. But in terms of humans breaking down and culture breaking down and civilization breaking down, you know, we know we we know that that society is actually uh, got, getting better, which which is very counterintuitive. The thing that the that that social media and our um a rapid fire of ability to see what's happening in the present moment now with internet makes us feel like everything's getting worse because we're bombarded with things happening all over the world in real time. And um, so that creates this sense that, oh, things are much worse than they used to be because we used to not know about what was happening in Ethiopia. You know, you could walk around and Florida and not no darn thing about Ethiopia, or maybe eight months later, you'd get the message that something happened. Uh, there was an earthquake, there was a, you know, tsunami. Um, but now we're, we're seeing video of it in real time. It, it, it does um, mean that to manage our stress now, I highly recommend that people have diets, you know, go on a, a, a fast, a social media fast, and focus most of your attention on your your own goals and the things that you have influence over in your life that you're interested in and your own values. And just spend a little bit of time reading the news, not watching the news, because um, the thing about television news is they have to sell products. And so they need to keep you paying attention. So they have to make everything sound as alarming and urgent as possible. And they have to keep you as worked up emotionally as possible so that you will stay tuned in. And that's not really healthy. And you can stay very well informed if you read news, a daily newspaper, uh, maybe a news magazine every month. And you don't have to watch videos of people being shot. And you don't have to watch alarming things that stir up your nervous system unnecessarily and don't really help 
um, improve the quality of your life or help you accomplish the things that you want to accomplish in life. So I advise a lot of people for stress management is stay off of that. You know, turn off your notifications, be intentional about how you're using social media. Are you using it to communicate with family? Are you using it to promote your business? Are you using it to uh, for fun, you know, for creative inspiration? Then, then stay within that lane of what your intention is for that. And, and don't just be a passive consumer of what pops up on your notifications because that distracts us and um, causes us way more stress than is necessary. And that may be the one change in the modern world that's adding to our stress is just the, the real-time bombardment of a lot of pain and suffering that's happening. Yeah, it's fascinating because uh, I, I stopped um, watching the news years ago just because it's, it's to me, it's it's not news, it's propaganda. It's just designed yeah, to you know make you angry. Talking and, heads. Yeah, talking yeah. heads. It's like as soon as they start getting into opinion, it's they're not not it's not news anymore it's now you know yes there is news this thing happened and that we need to know that but you know the erosion and the loss of our daily newspapers is 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 making us less informed so if you can do one thing for yourself subscribe to a local newspaper or a good newspaper that's legitimate journalists that went to journalism school and had to learn about how to write a story and they've written the story and then you just read that and then you'll be well informed and you can vote, be an educated voter and read a news magazine every month, maybe. And then the rest is just noise. I mean, a lot of the 24 hour news cycles, they just have to fill up the space, right? With maybe there's smart people giving smart, intelligent opinions, but it does keep us worked up. It keeps us worked up and and that sucks time away from our own and goals and values and the things that give our life meaning. And so the more we can aim ourselves in the direction of our dreams, our hopes and wishes, our our family, our loved ones, our, our um, as happiness levels can go way up. And we're not putting our head in the sand. We're not ignoring reality, but we're embracing the reality that we can change. We're um, going to see improvement in our lives. And that has an influence on anyone we have contact with. When when we're we're uplifting ourselves and we're uplifting the people around us, we are creating the change we want to see in the world. Yeah, well said. Um, what a fantastic way to end the discussion. There's a there's so much to lack of a better term. There's a lot of garbage out there, but there's a lot of good in the world too. So it de- depends on being intentional on what you focus on and um, and uh, Gina's. Uh, tactics and strategies, talking about neuroplasticity and ways to cope uh, can be beneficial. How do people follow you on, again, I hate to use the term, but social media? Um, social media? Well, I, you can find me at Frazzle, and, uh, Frazzle and you can find um, all my links to social media there. And I get back to people if you want to give me some feedback about this or anything else or ask me a question i always get back to people uh, and you can find my book frazzle brain links to fi- to get that as well um, it has a lot of really cool tips on how to manage your stress how to manage your difficult emotion um, and it's a soothing book to read uh, i designed it so that it feels relieving 
to to turn the pages because a lot of the the books I used to recommend were uh, stressed people out because there was a lot of checklists and symptoms and it just made people feel stressed out. So the goal is to really help you help you uh, latch onto things that are going to really give you some relief. Um, so anyway, that's my goal. And and uh, again, I'm uh, you can subscribe to my newsletter there and get I put out tips and uh, all the time I'm always sharing research, new cutting edge stuff in the field of neuroscience that you can apply to your life right away. And uh, thanks so much. And uh, again, uh, Gina's resources will be in the links and show notes. So be sure to follow her there. And uh, thanks so much for coming onto the show. Thank you so much, Chris. It's lovely to meet you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. you are listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week